You can listen to episodes of Conversations with Joe earlier than everybody else and completely ad-free on Nebula. When you sign up for Nebula, our creator-owned streaming service, you not only get access to ad-free content from my channel, you also get bonus episodes in my videos and exclusive series not available anywhere else. Sign up for Nebula by clicking the link in the description or go to nebula.tv slash conversations with Joe to support the podcast and get more eye-opening content. Hey, thanks for listening to the Answers with Joe podcast. Today I am reposting the audio from a video I did about Buotes Void, and I'm still not sure if I'm saying that word right, if it's Buotes or Buotes or Boots. I know it's not Boots, but it's basically this gigantic area of the universe where nothing's there. Um, and so there's a lot of theories about why this is. Of course, it goes into all kinds of crazy alien territory and stuff like that. But there's um, there's basically a big gap in space, guys, and we don't really know what's going on there. And it's a cool little mystery of astronomy. So listen to this uh, topic. If you haven't seen the video, um, you can check it out. I'll put the URL in the show notes. Uh, so enjoy. But first... Yes, I know, I'm going to talk about Canker Boy again. Actually, there's been over a thousand people who have tried Canker Boy, so why don't I let one of them talk about it this time? Hey, my name is Leslie, and I was a lifelong sufferer of canker sores until cankerboy.com came along. If I don't have a little one in there, I've got a couple of small ones, or I've got a bouquet of them, and I'm in terrible pain. But once the caplets came and I um, bit a huge chunk out of my cheek, which would have resulted in a huge hole, me being in pain, a swollen face, the whole thing. But happily, nothing happened. I don't think any of this is a coincidence. Because like I said, I'm usually a person who has a canker sore, if not three, or whatever. And I've had none in a month and a half. Would I recommend this product? Not only would I recommend it, it's the only thing, and I dare to say it's even like a cure. I get comments in my video about this all the time asking if it actually works. Well, there's your answer, and it might work for you, and if it doesn't, you'll get your money back. I just want people to try it, because I know how it feels like to have nothing work, and you feel like you're stuck with this curse that never goes away. I know how hopeless that feels, and I want to help people out with that. So spread the word. That's cankerboy.com, C-A-N-K-E-R-B-O-Y.com. Now here's today's episode. At the corner of AA Road and K191 in Nebraska sits this, a small marker noting the geographic center of the continental United States. It lies just outside a town called Lebanon, Nebraska, so if you're Lebanese, you're about as American as you can get. But imagine standing there, in the very center of the country. Now imagine that you're the only person in the country. From coast to coast, you're the only one there. Now imagine you're a galaxy. And there are no other galaxies in that entire region, not just on two dimensions, but in all three dimensions. You, my friend, are floating in the middle of Buoti's void. Diraj Yadev asked, a video on Buoti's void, please. Buoti's void is a giant empty area of space about 700 million light years from Earth, located in the constellation Buotes. Hence the name. And yes, it is pronounced Buotes and not Boots, which is something I'm going to really struggle with in this video. It was discovered in 1981 by astronomer Robert Kirshner and has been baffling scientists ever since. Voids in space are not uncommon, in fact they're everywhere. The, the texture of the universe is very foamy, it's very spongy, with filaments of galaxy clusters separating voids of emptiness. But Buotes is different. This thing is huge! 
It measures 250 million light years in diameter. It's literally a quarter of a percent of the entire universe. And it's almost completely bloody empty. There are about 60 galaxies in Boötes' Void, which may sound like a lot, but a typical region of space of that size would have about 10,000 galaxies. For example, there are 25 galaxies within 3 million light years of the Milky Way. Now this is a kind of scale that we don't talk about very much, but 10,000 galaxies in a space the size of a quarter of a percent of the universe, each one of those galaxies with hundreds of billions of stars, and each one of those stars with planets around it. The universe is insane. That's all I'm saying. So what could cause such a massive anomaly in the universe? This is a question that's been puzzling scientists for 30 plus years now. And it's attracted a lot of interest because some of the theories around it challenge our understanding of the universe itself. For instance, one theory challenges the validity of the Big Bang Theory. As I mentioned in a previous episode, the Big Bang Theory states that in the earliest moments of the universe, energy and matter were spread uniformly very smoothly across the cosmos. But because of tiny quantum fluctuations, the particles became atoms, atoms became gas clouds, which became stars and galaxies and so on. Which is why, while there are voids in the universe, they're very uniformly spread apart. Except for Boote's Void. Boote's Void flies in the face of this cosmic uniformity and has led many people to believe that it disproves the Big Bang Theory itself. Another thought is that maybe it's a dark energy bubble. As many of you know, dark energy is the force that accelerates the expansion of the universe. Could it be that something in this void is radiating dark energy out at a higher rate than the rest of the universe? And if so, what would that be? What kind of cosmic object would radiate out dark energy and at the level that would push tens of thousands of galaxies apart for hundreds of millions of light years? Could there be some type of unknown object out there that we don't understand? Could it be that a black hole somewhere else in the universe is sucking in all this matter and energy and transforming it into dark energy and punching through the fabric of space-time and emitting all of it right there in the middle of Boote's Void? It's like a black hole ate some really bad Mexican food and just <laughs> This is obviously totally hypothetical, but crazy idea. A much more fun interpretation of Boote's Void is, of course, Just last week I talked about Matryoshka brains and Dyson spheres being a hallmark of a Kardashev Type 2 civilization. Well this week I'm going to take it up a notch. Kardashev Type 3 civilizations can make use of all the energy in their galaxy. Could it be that a massive super civilization of alien species started in the middle of Boote's Void and took over one galaxy after another after another, converting them all into power stations and blocking all light and energy from coming out of them? Maybe Boote's Void isn't empty at all and it's teeming with an ancient alien civilization. That would explain why it's so spherical. An alien civilization that spread like a virus would start in the middle and spread out to the closest galaxies, forming a perfect sphere, which is another curious attribute to the void. What we may be witnessing is basically like a cancerous civilization that just eats galaxies as it grows, which means that it's probably an AI-driven, mechanistic, robotic civilization that outgrew their physical cells eons ago. Think of the multitudes of species and life forms and civilizations that got wiped out as this mechanistic virus spreads throughout the galaxies. This is a science fiction nightmare come to life. For this reason, some astronomers are looking at the galaxies on the edge of Boote's Void and to see if they start to dim in luminosity, because if we start to see some more lights go out, yikes. So it's easy to see why this theory has captured so many people's imaginations. But the least fun theory, unfortunately, is also probably the most likely. 
It's very possible that Boötes' Void is simply a combination of other voids that have merged together. Galaxies merge together all the time, drawn to each other by their mutual gravity. But what would cause two voids to merge without any matter in it to form gravity to bring them together? It's possible that if two voids were close enough, the gravity at the edges of the voids would make the galaxies spread out towards each other, thinning the barrier between the two voids until it disappeared altogether. And there is reason to believe that that's what happened with Boötes' Void. Remember those 60 galaxies that exist in the void? They exist in a little bit of a tubular structure, which may be the remnants of a barrier that once existed between two different voids, which thinned out and left these galaxies stranded in the middle of the biggest supervoid in the universe. These galaxies are so isolated, in fact, that if the Milky Way was in the middle of Boötes' Void, we wouldn't have known there were any other galaxies in the universe at all until the 1960s. So when you look up at the sky and you feel like the universe is this big expanse of emptiness and you feel all alone, just remember, could be worse. So what do you think, a faulty Big Bang Theory, black hole diarrhea, a cancerous civilization, or giant cosmic bubbles? Let's figure this shit out in the comments. Last week in my Matryoshka Brain video, Immortal Zod said, I'll build my own universe with blackjack and hookers. Congratulations, you just invented Las Vegas. MLP Luigi asked, Joe, what have you been smoking? I'm just high on living, man. L-I-V-I-N. Donald Hobson wrote, you could have a compromise solution. Live in the virtual utopia within the Matryoshka brain while designing real robots to explore other solar systems. I'm actually glad Donald said that because that was a thought that I had after I had already put the video together was that if you were existing in a simulated program as a program yourself, then you could easily upload yourself to robots that could fly around and defend the brain from forces from the outside or repair the brain and do that kind of stuff. So you could exist in both the real world and the simulated world. The Zebra Boy Gaming said, Oh no, the vacuums are taking over the universe. We must stop Dyson before its plans of a completely clean universe succeed. It never lays suction. That's stupid. Joseph Lawhorn said, You know that giant empty chunk of space without galaxies? I think it's totally possible that some of the great old ones started cannibalizing that section of space in order to make computers like this. Wait, I just talked about that. Bill Anthony asked, Hey Joe, I have a question. Don't all the planets have an effect on one another? Would it even be possible to remove Mercury and Venus without having to worry about the stability of our own orbit here on Earth? I did a little bit of Googling on this and I found out that if you did remove Mercury or Venus, it would cause instability in the other orbits because the whole thing is just a very delicate balancing act. But it would take a hundred, maybe a thousand years before it really caused real problems in our orbit. 3Ran7On said, Joe, you did a superb job talking about these topics, but I would recommend anybody else who wants to learn more about this to check out the Isaac Arthur YouTube channel. Yes, absolutely. I highly recommend that. I put a link in the description of the last video, but I didn't really talk about it in the video. I have checked out this guy's channel. He does long 30-minute deep dives into things like Dyson Spheres and the Troitska Brains, uh, really getting into the science and the physics of how it would all work. It's, it's amazing stuff. I highly recommend his channel. Definitely check that out. All right, thanks for watching and to DRaj for a fantastic question. If you guys have a question you would like answered, you can ask it in the comments below or hit me up at any of my social media channels. Like it if you learned something and if you enjoyed this video and it's your first time here, please hit subscribe because I come back to things just like this every Monday. Share this video to continue the mind blow and I will be back next Monday. Thank you guys so much for watching. You guys go out and have an eye-opening week. Love you guys. Take care. Hey, thanks for listening to the Answers with Joe podcast. If you found this through the YouTube channel and you are not subscribed on iTunes or Google Play, I encourage you to do so. I'm going to be coming back with interviews and repeats of old videos just like this all the time. And if you found this on the podcast player, then uh, know I have a YouTube channel on, uh, well, on YouTube. 
Just do a little search for Answers with Joe, and you'll find all kinds of fun science and comedy stuff to keep you entertained and thinking about cool stuff for the rest of the week. And you can find this and all my podcasts and all my videos at AnswersWithJoe.com. And if you enjoyed it, a nice review in the iTunes or Google Play Store goes a long way. And, of course, word of mouth means everything. So anything you can do to help get the word out, I really appreciate it. Thanks again for listening. I will catch you next time. Have a good one.